What is up, all of you Ugnots and Jawas out there? And welcome back to a new episode of Mando Talk, your home for Ahsoka discussion, breakdowns, recaps, and a lot of fun. So if you are excited for the Ahsoka series, hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button on whatever podcast platform you are on, click it, hit the bell, whatever you got to do, make sure you are notified and you are ready to go when a new Mando Talk episode drops while this Ahsoka series is releasing. So definitely at the back half of this podcast, I'll give you kind of a recap and a a tip of the cap rather of what you can expect from Mando Talk as this Ahsoka series is releasing. But what I wanted to do in this podcast episode is really just kind of set the stage I want to give some information that I view and deem as vital for us as fans to have in our back pocket to be knowing of as we head into this Ahsoka series. So I definitely want to start here. We recently have gotten an official director list, and I want to run through this director's list and kind of talk about those individual directors as we go. So in episode one, we get Dave Filoni. I don't think that's a surprise. We need to get kickstarted with a great episode. And I feel like the creator of the Ahsoka character needs to be the one in full control. Episodes two and three are both directed by Steph Green, which Steph Green has previously directed an episode of the Book of Boba Fett. So we've definitely gotten a taste of Steph Green's style in, within this franchise. Then episode four is directed by Peter Ramsey, who's most notably known for directing or helping to direct the first Spider-Verse film, but he's also directed an episode of season three of The Mandalorian, so we definitely have a very recent taste of his take on the franchise. Then we're back in comfortable and confident hands with episode five being Dave Filoni's episode again. Then we get two new names here. We got episode six, Jennifer Getzinger, who's most known for directing some Daredevil episodes, which that is a phenomenal show so that's exciting and then this one really gets me episode 7 Geta Patel who most notably has directed an episode of House of the Dragon now House of the Dragon is probably one of my favorite shows or at least seasons of television that we've gotten in recent years so that definitely piques my interest and then we're in really confident comfortable And banger of an episode, convenient hands there with episode 8. Rick Famuwaya is directing that final episode for season 1 of Ahsoka. So definitely, definitely that list is very promising. The talent that's behind this season of Ahsoka is staggering. I mean, we know that we're in safe hands with Dave Filoni writing the entire season, but then him being willing to give up some director control to these other talents that have been directing longer than him, admittedly, I love that creative decision, and I cannot wait to see all of their individual takes on the Star Wars franchise, specifically Jennifer Getzinger, and even more so specifically, Geta Patel, who, again, directed House of the Dragon. So that list right there is thrilling to me. And I think it's not only a list that excites Star Wars fans, but I think it's a list that should excite just television fans and and creative fans and entertainment fans as well. So definitely keep that in mind as we head into the Ahsoka 
series. Next thing that I want to talk about is we do have some official run times regarding the first three episodes of season one. Episode one is clocking in at 54 minutes and 21 seconds, which after credits is looking like 51 minutes and six seconds. I love that runtime. That is certainly exciting. Episode two has a runtime of 42 minutes and 15 seconds, which after credits clocks in at three minutes and 33 seconds excuse me 38 minutes and 33 seconds and then episode 3 clocks in at 34 minutes and 50 seconds with after credits being 31 minutes and 8 seconds now that episode 3 number when you hear that 34 minutes that could probably bother you I'm to the point where that minutes don't bother me anymore. I'm just going to trust and take in this story as it unfolds. If it needs to be 34 minutes to get the episode 3 plot told and told well, then that's fine. Now, if I feel like it was rushed, then yeah, I'll probably complain and say, hey, I wish it was 40, 45, 50 minutes. But the episode 1 and episode 2 runtimes, there should be zero complaints with those. The 54 minutes for episode 1, the 42 minutes for episode 2, all great times and especially with us getting both episode one and episode two on the premiere date like that's gonna feel almost like a movie like a cinematic experience getting to watch a 54 minute episode and a 42 minute episode back to back and then the following week we'll get the one 34 minute episode which again you know maybe won't feel like a lot but I really truly think episode three the story I think they'll get it across in those 34 minutes so I'm not bothered by it I know you you could be bothered by it and I get it you know we spend years hoping that this Ahsoka series is going to be great and we want to spend as much time with Ahsoka and this story as possible so I get seeing that number and being like man I, I wish we would bump that up especially with this just being eight episodes in a season but again I'm going in with the mindset of trust the process. But if you feel differently, by all means, that's fair. And let me know why you are kind of sick of those 30-minute episodes to this point. Which again, you know, and admittedly going back, I feel like I've probably been critical of that number. But maybe it's just me kind of picking my battles at this point regarding the Star Wars, the Star Wars franchise. It's okay. It'll be all right. All right, moving on here. One of the other things that I really wanted to discuss regarding this Ahsoka series is obviously the main character is going to be Ahsoka. Ahsoka is going to be in the limelight. It's going to be her main story. But if you can't tell already, folks, if you're just watching the marketing, and I'm, I'm doing a bad job there of getting this poster as far as if you're on YouTube, you can't really see it that well. Oh, well, I'm sorry about that. But if you've been watching closely in the marketing, Sabine Wren is going to be a very, very vital character in this show. I mean, at this point, the debate is endless regarding if Sabine Wren is going to be Force-sensitive or not because she's clearly going to be trained by Ahsoka, at least if, if it's not to use the Force, then to at least wield a lightsaber. She's got a green lightsaber now. It's assumingly Ezra Bridger's. I think it's going to be Ahsoka's show, just like The Mandalorian is Din Djarin's show, but I think Sabine Wren is going to steal it sometimes. I think her character is just that great. I think the stuff that we've seen in marketing in 
indicates that it's going to be that great. Just like The Mandalorian Season 3, Bo-Katan kind of stole the show there for a little bit. And I, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just, I just think that means we've got incredible characters to uh, choose from and to play with here in this Ahsoka series. So that's just definitely something to know as we head into Ahsoka, as we're in this pre-release of Ahsoka mindset that I do think Sabine Wren's going to get a lot of attention. Now, I know initially, you know, when I did my trailer breakdown podcast episode, which go back and check that out if you haven't done so already, I claimed heavily that I did not believe that Sabine Wren was going to be Force-sensitive. However, folks, I am really starting to question that more and more as we get closer and closer to this show because we've gotten marketing material of Dave Filoni even talking about this relationship of Master and Apprentice being vital in the Star Wars franchise and how he's emulating that here with Ahsoka and Sabine and how there's always two of these Jedi that are at the center of this story that he's wanting to tell. I mean, it, it just really, really indicates that Sabine could be a Jedi. And I even think in one of the recent trailers, a tagline has said a new Jedi will rise or something like that. Ahsoka wouldn't be a new Jedi, so it would have to be potentially Sabine, or we have Jason Sindula out there. Of course, if you have not watched Rebels, that is the son of Hera Sindula and Kanan Jarrus. Okay, so definitely possible, which Kanan is the main Jedi outside of Ezra, obviously. Kanan's the main Jedi in the Rebels show. So obviously Jason Sindula would seemingly be... Force-sensitive as well. So it may be Jason that, that we're talking about as far as a new Jedi will rise. But I'm telling y'all, the closer we get, I'm really starting to think maybe it is Sabine. And and initially when I thought of that idea, I thought, okay, I don't I think that's gonna break canon. But now that I've done a Rebels rewatch, which by the way, check out my Twitter page at Mando Talk if you want an essential Rebels rewatch list that I do think's doable. Here in between now and Ahsoka. I mean, it's going to be intense, but I think you could get it done. Check out my Twitter page, at MandoTalk. I've got cards or posts or, or images of the essential episodes to watch for the four seasons of Rebels. Because I think, I think this show is going to play really well for new fans to the season like as far as fans that haven't watched rebels but i think it's going to play even better for fans that have seen rebels but anyway all of that to say sabine wren very very vital this season and i can't see the story unfolding any other way i, I really do think that she's going to be second in command as far as commanding the screen time and the focus of this story uh, just just keep that in mind. All right, the next thing that I want to talk about is this little trailer or a little TV spot that they released back a few days ago, probably about five days ago. We got new, uh, excuse me, we got new Anakin dialogue. Uh, he says, in this war, you'll battle more than just droids. As your master, it's my responsibility to prepare you. I won't always be there to look out for you. He's dropping all of this knowledge to Ahsoka, and it seems to be new dialogue. And he finishes out by saying, don't be afraid. Trust your instincts. I know you can do this, Ahsoka. And all of that is new, fresh dialogue from our boy, Hayden Christensen. And that is just extremely exciting to me that we are committing to Hayden Christensen yet again coming back into the franchise for this appropriate spot of Ahsoka. Now, we don't know 
is this going to be a flashback? Is this going to be a Clone Wars flashback? Which it seems like it. I mean, if he's dropping Clone Wars dialogue regarding Ahsoka fighting more than just droids, it would seem that's the case. So I definitely think that a Clone Wars flashback is in play. But I would also also argue and say this is a chance to get a proper Hayden Christensen Force Ghost moment. Force Ghost moment outside of the Return of the Jedi special edition because that was that wasn't really like a like an intentional moment because that Return of the Jedi movie was made well before we knew Hayden Christensen was going to be Anakin Skywalker. What I mean is a new intentional we were creating this scene around the Force Ghost of Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker. That's what I'm hoping for. So I definitely think we're going to get some Clone Wars flashbacks. I definitely think that we got a chance to get a Force Ghost and maybe there's a third option out there. We've got this world between worlds. We got crazy leaks out there regarding it's possible for Ahsoka to somehow go into the world between worlds and be on Mustafar when Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin are fighting. So who knows what to expect. But regardless, it is so exciting and so thrilling to see the GOAT, the greatest of all time character, and I'll even say it, the greatest Jedi of all time, Anakin Skywalker, showing up in this series. Hayden Christensen is my favorite. He's my favorite portrayal in all of Star Wars and I know that's a hot take because his Attack of the Clones uh, acting was probably questionable but Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker in Revenge of the Sith means so much to me and the more we get allusions to that and hints to that sign me up so so seeing that TV spot getting confirmation which it's been out there for a while that Hayden Christensen is going to be in Ahsoka but getting that confirmation for everybody to see has me pumped, has me absolutely pumped. And I'm starting to think that we're going to see probably the same amount of Anakin and Thrawn because I'm, I'm really starting to believe that Balin is the main villain of this season and Thrawn is just kind of like that overshadowing character where, where we will see him a few times throughout sprinkled in. Same thing with Anakin Skywalker, but honestly, I hope I'm wrong with that. I'm okay with just Anakin being sprinkled. I hope I'm wrong, though, and that we get a lot of Thrawn. But I'm going in with that idea just so I'm not disappointed. A sprinkling of both Anakin and Thrawn. All right, so don't forget, Sabine's going to be really important, but clearly Anakin Skywalker's going to be important, and he's coming because they're using him in marketing. All right, next thing up that I want to talk about, and this dropped today And this has me pumped. And this will lead us to me sharing what to expect from this podcast while Ahsoka is releasing. And that will lead us to the end of this podcast episode regarding our pre-release mindset that we need to have. And here's the big news. New episodes of Ahsoka will now drop on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, and 9 p.m. Eastern. That is a game changer. No more for me having to wake up at 4 a.m. to watch the new episode before I head into work on a Wednesday morning to get my notes down so I can record my podcast episode when I get back home from work later that Wednesday evening. No more of that. And that has me, number one, pumped from a logistical standpoint regarding covering the, the show here on a podcast. 
it's going to allow me to, and I'll go ahead and say it, it's going to allow me to watch the show at 8 p.m. Central on a Tuesday and immediately record my podcast that Tuesday night to where it is fresh, the podcast is fresh and dropped on Wednesday morning for your drive into work or for you working out or going for a walk or walking the dog or doing whatever you got to do on Wednesdays after you've seen Ahsoka to check out the podcast. And so the the timing of that from a logistical standpoint, is absolutely ideal. You drop the episode at 8 p.m. Central on a Tuesday night. You give me and all the podcasts out there plenty of time that evening to record, have some fun, and drop the episode Wednesday morning for all of us Star Wars fans to enjoy. So that's super exciting. But also I want to say this. The decision to drop it on a Tuesday night during primetime television, you are eventizing, if if that's a term, you're making it an event to drop a Star Wars episode. And that is something, Disney Plus has been great, clearly, for Star Wars shows, but that's something that's been missing, in my opinion, is making it to where these Star Wars stories feel like an event. Like, whenever you go to a movie theater and, and see a Star Wars movie, obviously that's an event. And now, with you having a premiere time like this at, at the end of the night... That's an event. Everybody's going to be talking. Probably, if I'm watching this thing at 8 p.m. Central, then that means by 8.30, 8.40, 8.50 p.m., I'm tweeting about how awesome the latest Ahsoka episode is, and that's when everybody's going to be tweeting. Everybody's going to be losing their minds on Twitter all at once, and that's just going to drive up numbers as far as people feeling the need to watch the show and to watch the episodes. Again, it's eventizing it. It's making people feel, oh, crap, I really need to plan my day Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Excuse me, 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, I have to make sure that I'm in front of my TV because I do not want to miss this thing because if I do, number one, I may see spoilers, but number two, I I would have FOMO if I don't sit down at this time, and I just feel like that's just going to get the excitement level back up that that maybe be missing here recently for Star Wars. Maybe not. It hasn't been missing for me, but but maybe you felt that. I just feel like it's going to allow this to be special, and it really makes me think of HBO. HBO has always had that right. Sunday night at 8 p.m. I could count on Game of Thrones coming out. Sunday night at 8 p.m. I could count on House of the Dragon coming out. And then as soon as I finish the episode, I could make a a Twitter post or or at least read posts of of what people were saying about the episode. And I could make a TikTok that night. And literally those would blow up on TikTok. So it's just perfect as far as dropping those episodes episodes at that time slot and I hope it's not just an Ahsoka thing because I know they're marketing it as Tano Tuesdays I hope that's just a new Star Wars thing and maybe even just a Disney Plus thing in general not only with Star Wars but also with Marvel so yeah that has me really excited I don't know why just that time release gets me excited maybe it's also the fact that now that my wife and I are taking care of a baby like that releasing at that time slot is like perfect like the baby's just going down or at least he's about to go down we can put him down and we can enjoy this show together and take it all in and watch it 
together for the first time for once. Usually I we got in the habit of me waking up super early to watch it by myself because my wife wasn't going to wake up early to watch it with me. And then I would watch it a second time with her later that evening before I would then record the podcast. And, and I'm just I'm just thrilled with this decision from a logistical standpoint, but I also think it's going to eventize Star Wars. And when you can make Star Wars an event, that makes it even more fun and makes it even more special. But there you go. There's all of the things regarding the pre-release stuff that's at the forefront of my mind and therefore I feel like it needs to be at the forefront of your mind. Our director's list, I think we have a stacked list of directors. We've got our run times. What was it? Episode 1's like 54 minutes. Episode 2's like 40 something minutes. And then episode 3's a little bit shorter. Not a little bit. A lot a bit shorter at 34 minutes. But I again, I still feel like it's going to be okay. We just We need to let the story play out. We need to see what we get. We also talked about how Sabine, I really feel like her importance is really growing as we head into this series. Anakin Skywalker's coming, baby. And that has me and my prequel heart, my Revenge of the Sith heart, really, really, really thumping and really, really, really excited, which makes me makes me think of something, guys. So if you're a longtime listener of Mando Talk, you know that Empire Strikes Back has always been my favorite Star Wars movie of all time. I'm here to tell you today, as of today, and it could change. Don't get don't get don't get me wrong, it could go back to Empire. But as of today, my favorite Star Wars movie of all time is Revenge of the Sith. It is Revenge of the Sith. It just gets better and better and better every single time I watch it. It's the most quotable Star Wars movie for me. It makes me so happy, even though it's such a tragic story, just because it's so epic. It, it, is, it is literally Star Wars as an epic story to a T. Anyway... That That's another reason why I'm just pumped that Anakin Skywalker is coming. We talked about the release time for Ahsoka. One thing that I glanced over because I really don't I really don't have any honestly. In my notes here, I said that I was gonna hit predictions. So let me let me say this. Let, let me just give you maybe a couple things that have been that have been on my mind. Number one, I think we see Thrawn for a little bit at the end of episode two. I think we're doing a two-episode reason for it. Or, excuse me, I think we're doing a two-episode premiere for a reason. Kind of like how they did Kenobi, where we got a look at Darth Vader at the end of its two-episode premiere. Like, we got him breathing and, and kind of putting the helmet on, and then it ended, and, and everybody was freaking out, and everybody had to be back for episode three. Same thing here. I, I think we're getting Thrawn at the end of episode two. And if it's not Thrawn, then it's going to be Anakin. They're going to give one of those characters, maybe both, uh, if they give us both freaking out, freak out sesh, uh, they're going to give one of us, one of those characters at the end of episode two to make sure everybody comes back for episode three the next week. But I'm leaning toward Thrawn because I feel like that would be more impactful regarding this story. Let's see, what else? What else am I thinking? Well, I'm also believing we are going to see not one not two but three lightsaber fights in the first two episodes yeah that's bold there's probably there's only like three lightsaber fights in the entire sequel trilogy right right 
but there's going to be three lightsaber fights in the first two episodes of Ahsoka. You can take that to the bank. And let's see if I have any other predictions. Din Djarin showing up once. That's going to be later in the season, though. Like, late, late in the season, Din Djarin shows up. Is that bold? Probably. And that's probably way off. But that's the Mando talk in me coming out. Of course, if I got Mando in my podcast title, I got to somehow incorporate our boy Mando, Din Djarin, the Mandalorian. But we'll see. So there's there's a couple of predictions. But I really want to go into this one fresh and open-minded because it's it's Dave Filoni's story. It's not my story. And so I'm going to allow Dave Filoni to tell this one. But, hey, if you've got some wild predictions, let me know. Let me know down in the comments if you're on YouTube, if you're on podcast platform. Let me know on Twitter, at MandoTalk. I would love to discuss with you guys. But I want to end this podcast episode with one more thing, and that is this. What can you expect from this podcast as Ahsoka releases? Number one, I just kind of alluded to it. Um, With these Ahsoka episodes now releasing on Tuesdays at 8 p.m., at least in my time zone, that's going to allow me to sit down and record most nights, most nights on Tuesday after that's aired and then that way the podcast drops on Wednesday that way it's immediately ready and available for you guys on Wednesday as you are hyped up after the most recent Ahsoka episode of course as you also know the first two episodes are releasing on Tuesday August 22nd my plan at the moment at the moment is to go ahead and talk about both of them in one podcast episode. However, if they are so substantial in content, I will release two separate podcast episodes for episode one and episode two, but they will both release at the same exact time. That way they're both there for you to look at. So that's how I'll handle that two episode premiere. The plan is to just talk about both of them in one podcast and drop that on Wednesday after Ahsoka releases. So Ahsoka releases on the 22nd. That means on the 23rd, August 23rd, Wednesday, you can expect to see a a podcast episode from me. Again, I'll break it into two if necessary, if the content's there, but they'll both be there on the 23rd. And then following, every week following regarding the podcast release, I'm going to keep that up as much as I can. Um, Definitely if it's just me, Definitely, if it's just me, the podcast will release on Wednesday morning like that. But in the event that maybe I'm able to link up with DJ or link up with Zach, I'll let you know ahead of time. If that's going to mean that the podcast releases later in Wednesday, later in the evening, or maybe even dropping on a Thursday morning, we'll see. We'll play it by ear, but that's my current plan. Because, as you know, if you're a longtime listener, DJ was with me there for a while now covering several Star Wars series, but he's kind of paused and he's focusing on his own little podcast and having his own little fun with, with some friends, and I totally respect that and I totally get that. So, for as far as here at Mando Talk, it is just me as far as full-on commitment to it, but DJ and Zach both have definitely reached out and said, hey, uh, I definitely plan plan to come on and, and talk about Ahsoka at least some point during the season, so be looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, that's the release schedule. Every Wednesday, you can expect a new podcast from me here at Mando Talk, unless I'm able to line up a guest or two, and then maybe it'll get delayed 
a few hours, maybe 24 hours, who knows. But like I said, I'll keep you updated. A new podcast episode each and every single week, breaking down, discussing, recapping the latest episode of Ahsoka, though. You can take that to the bank. And don't forget, too, so that means we're going to have seven weeks of talking about new Ahsoka episodes. But don't forget that here at Mando Talk, we always do a, like, season recap or season like digesting rather like after the entire season has aired the following week and we always try to get every person that was on the podcast to come back for that one so you can expect a uh, three-team lineup for that one I'd assume that we're going to be able to make it work where for sure me DJ and Zach can talk about the season one of Ahsoka as a whole after it has or the week after the entire season has premiered or aired rather all right that does it there's the episode there's our pre-release of Ahsoka mentality check I'm so pumped. I'm ready to go. I cannot wait to see this thing. The time slot, the time slot's such a small detail, but it's a game changer, folks. Maybe that's just the, just the dad, the dad life in me, but man, I'm I'm so pumped for this series and I'm so pumped to get to enjoy it with all of you yet again. If you haven't done so already, again, make sure you hit that subscribe button, the follow button, the notification button, whatever podcast platform you are on. I would greatly appreciate it. If you're on YouTube, smash that like button and let me know down in the comments what you're looking forward to with the Ahsoka series the most. I would love to talk to you. And yeah, Follow me on Twitter, at MandoTalk. Follow me on TikTok, at MandoTalk. But also, I'll go ahead and plug, follow me on TikTok, at CasualGeekClips, for a lot of fun, other than just Star Wars. And again, TikTok, at CasualGeekClips. You can uh, have some more fun with me over there. And if you are on podcast platform, you can have some more fun with me on YouTube as well. So, if you're listening to the podcast, which this is a podcast, you're not missing out if you're on podcast feeds, but there's just additional content over on YouTube. I talk about Marvel. I do trailer reactions. I just have a lot of fun looking at DC, Marvel, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, all that kind of stuff. I'm just going to start putting that all back on the Mando Talk YouTube channel and not worry about crossing over as far as content and things like that. So yeah, check out all those things. I greatly appreciate your support, and I cannot wait for Ahsoka Season 1, and I can't wait to do it with you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'll catch you on the next one dropping on August 23rd as I break down, recap, and discuss Episodes 1 and 2 of Ahsoka with you guys. And until then, as always, we have spoken. <laughs>